shut up and sit down. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner with Matt and Janesh. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Lifelong Learner. Welcome back friends. Here we are again. We are. So last episode on before, last episode either before with a guest I should say. You probably heard one with a guest in between these two. Uh, we talked about six human needs but mm-hmm. we only gave you four. Yes we did and we did that deliberately um, because... And we were actually debating this offline, weren't we? Mm. That there's within the six human needs, there's four that every single one of us is meeting, mm. either consciously or unconsciously. Run us through those four again. So we had certainty, mm-hmm. uncertainty, significance, and love and connection. And we did say, I think we mentioned that love and connection, sometimes we just settle for connection because love is a little bit scary takes a lot of vulnerability, but we're definitely meeting those needs for certainty, uncertainty, significance, and connection slash love in our day-to-day life. And last time we asked the listeners to take stock of uh, of how those needs are met, right? Either resourcefully or unresourcefully. And each time we give you everyone homework, no one really gets back to us and go, oh, I tried that. And this is so... We're going to lead the way a little bit here and um, share over the last week uh, how how we've how our needs have been met. Um, some of them are great, maybe some of them not so great. Um, this part we didn't rehearse. So Matt, you want to share with uh, with our listeners this last week the four uh, the four human needs, how they potentially played out in your world. Mm. Without um, getting out a notebook and, and really diving in, I can just scrape along the surface. But um, for me, I looked at and have sort of been going, I mentioned to you, had a period of lack of motivation over the last couple of days. And I identified that a lot of that is coming from uh, uncertainty for me, mm. which is really interesting because anyone who knows me knows that that's kind of where my superpower is as well. Like I love uncertainty. I, I love spontaneity and unpredictability and I'm really sort of carving, I guess, a lifestyle out of that space. Mm-hmm. But even someone who, you know, likes to think of themselves as a master in that space needs some level of certainty. certainty. Yeah. And uh, a lot of my lack of motivation was coming from things outside of me that I want that I don't have certainty around. Um, particularly with travel international. And so pouring yourself into um, something that isn't meeting your needs can be destabilizing, can be, um, yeah, quite challenging and has, a, has an effect. And I noticed the effect was a lack of motivation and a lack of inspiration for this big project because there's a sense of well, what's the point. Mm. I can't see a way through. There's no light at the end of the tunnel here. Yeah. Um, so for me, yes, uncertainty um, and some awareness around that gave me insight into why I was feeling the way that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why we share these six human mm-hmm. needs because hopefully it can just give you, maybe that's all it does, is it gives you insight into how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you know where you're at, then you can start to make little changes. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, being aware that uh, a lack of certainty mm-hmm. was having an effect on me, I went, well, what am I certain about? And so I started to create a list of things that I am certain about. 
and then that creates some certainty within uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about the other needs? How were they met? Well, as I said, those were the two big ones for me that were affecting me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in a transition period as well, handing over a role and moving, I guess, in a slightly different direction. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the ways that I meet my need for significance is through movement, but also through my job title, through my role uh, as a, um, a leader and a director of a company and managing a team. So there's a, I realise that there's both resourceful and unresourceful significance met within that title, that role. Um, at my best, it's resourceful and it isn't egotistical. It's about um, more contribution, which we'll touch on. But, um, of course, when we have a job title, when we have um, yeah, something that kind of a box that we're put in, um, there's a level of significance that comes from that that we enjoy. There's great things that come from, from significance and there can also be some limiting things. And for me, one of the challenges with significance is letting go of who I am to become who I want to be. And so, yeah, that's the battle I'm playing with significance. So at the moment I am this thing and I get a huge amount of, um, I guess, confidence from it, uh, significance, connection, uh, a lot of the other needs are met as well through this particular role. And as I let that role go, there's a fear that I'm going to lose some of that, those needs as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. Uh, how about you? How is – so I've touched on certainty, uh, uncertainty, significance. Um, look, I'll finish off love and connection as well. Uh, I've – in the beginning of my journal, I put down <coughs> a little reminder at the beginning of this year. Um, who are the people in my world who are there for me? They're the people this year I'm going to be there for. So not getting distracted by the distractions, not getting distracted by the people who are there in the summer but not there in the winter, the people who are cheering you on when times are good but when times are tough or maybe you're not that optimistic, supportive person because you're in a slump, they're, never, they're nowhere to be seen. So I've got a list of 25 names at the front of my journal and that's my love and connection and it's a reminder. So when I'm going through my journal, I'll look and I'll go, hmm, I haven't reached out to this person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send a message of gratitude or I'm going to connect or I'm going to send a text or um, just watering those plants, mm-hmm. the ones that produce and give back to me and being aware. Sometimes the people we love the most are the ones that get the least of us. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Um, Probably a whole. It's probably another whole another topic, but um, yeah, it's interesting how they yeah they get the least because they're like oh, osmosis or proximity should be should be enough, but you don't really give them much, right? Well, they should know, isn't that the assumption that we make? I know that in intimate relationships, this comes out quite a bit that oh, they should know what I'm thinking or they should know yeah, what I'm yeah. feeling. Not um, always the case, is it? More often than not, not the case. Yeah, definitely. They've got their own challenges, their own problems, their own voice in their head, their own, you know, inner critic. They're juggling their own uncertainty, their own significance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just being mindful um, of that has been supportive. Yeah. Mm. How about you? So I've touched on it in my world. You've held yeah. me accountable in front of all our listeners. Yeah. Um, I think so this week, I think let's go uncertainty. Um, let's start with that one. Um, and a good 
good uncertainty um, was, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday we went for a ride um, on on a couple of motorbikes with another friend, and I'm not. I'm still very green on a motorbike. So we, I bought a bike last year, a dirt bike, and um, we went out to to Bonnie Dune. So shout out to Star Glen Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're learning or you don't have, uh, you don't ride at the state park, hundred percent. Mm. Should head up there, or if you're uh, got a family, family friendly, we stayed there for the night, and um, we went up some trails, and uh, we're riding with another friend, and uh, the other friend is is a better rider than me, and we're going up some trails, and I was like some hairy, like pretty rocky, and I take a stack, and I was like, all right, get back up, and it wasn't bad stack, and then it was a slow stack, and going up, and it was just super technical, and I was like. Mm. Have we bit off a little more than we have uh, chewed here, and um, and then so then the also the uncertainty of like there's 450 acres there. Um, mm. We we may have forgotten the map. Um, there was a hand drawn map that was given to us. Oh, I like it on hand drawn. It was like like it was a map, but um, I and there's like I'm like, is there all these? Other? He goes, oh, there's a whole bunch of single trails that are not on this map, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, we forgot the map in the cabin. And um, so there was a lot of uncertainty. Going, Let's go this way. Let's go that way. And the uncertainty was great because um, there was challenge because you didn't know what was coming. Mm. And But there was also like an adventure on that uncertainty. So that was, um, yeah, that was fun. That was a good good way of uncertainty. And I think with that there was um, there was connection as well mm. with, with that friend. Um, the certainty. It sounds like there was connection to not just the person but – Maybe that environment too. Yeah. Oh, when we would, yeah, that's one thing. When we stopped the bikes, uh, because we were the only, we went during the week, right? So we were the only two out there. There was just silence. Mm. There was birds and it was just in nature. And um, yeah, it was an interesting, um, interesting. There's, when you're riding a motorbike in in the bush, that it's, um, or the woods for the uh, North American listeners, uh, you're switched on like nothing else. You're concentrating so hard. Um, I was at least. Uh, I'm going. Okay, I go do this turn. I go change gears. What am I doing? And then you learn. You got instantaneous feedback when you're not mm. present. Um, mm. And that connection to just everything around you, like connection. Like this sounds weird, but connection to your bike. Mm. Like what is your bike doing? Like yeah. is your bike moving this way? Okay, so your body should move this way. Otherwise, the bike or a rock has moved your your bike a bit, and um, if you don't like react adjust to that, adjust it, to that, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna know, mm-hmm. right? So I think just that that connection to your bike too, it's um, probably goes a long way too, um, which I probably haven't. It's probably the longest time I've spent on the bike in one sitting. So yeah, it was a different. It was a unique unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the certainty. Um, so this was there was uncertainty, and then there was certainty. Mm, isn't uh, that cool how that works? Yeah. There was uh so on the weekend I definitely uh we're in a room today with some uh where we did some painting and um I painted there was uncertainty and going, Oh, this looks really bright. This wasn't the colour that I thought. Uh and then it was they did a second coat and there was some certainty going, Oh, this actually looks quite good. Mm. Like there was like, Great, this looks good, don't need to do any more, I can pack up and that that was that was a good a good piece of uh, of certainty. Um, uh, another loving connection, probably through uh, friends and family. We had some friends and family that we had 
like a barbecue on um, on Queen's birthday and um, and played with and all that. And that was um, yeah, that was fun connecting with uh, uh, friends and seeing um, our kids kind of connect with the other kids as well. That was cool. Um, significance. I was thinking about this when you were talking. I was like, what? If I just say my role, I'm like, that's going to be a cop-out. Um, I was trying to think of what was it. And uh, it was probably the same day when we did um, uh, uh, when we had friends over. And it was like we were doing a bunch of activities, right? And it was like, um, like what do you guys want to do next? Like, we can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, a, there was a bit of significance, but it was like it wasn't – there was no ego there. It was just like just the matter of fact of like – We'll run this activity, or we'll go get, to, we'll go look at the snakes, or we'll go look at that because, because they're in you your could, domain. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, and they were like, oh, well, what do you need help? And I was like, oh, whatever, whatever you want to do. Like it wasn't like, hey, we're going to go do this, or hey, look at me. It's like, um, you have a skill set to go, hey, let's enjoy an experience or put on an experience. Um, that's when people kind of will look at you. So that was probably the, um, yeah, the significance this week. Yeah, and I think that um, significance is a really tricky one for a lot of people because it can have a negative connotation of look at me. That's not what it is. Mm. It can be. And Mm. often when it's unresourceful, it is. But um, I think that that's a really interesting point that sometimes people don't feel heard. They don't feel like um, they're valued, their opinion matters. Um, Sometimes that's because you're not meeting your need for significance. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with being uh, confident in who you are, being significant in who you are. And, and actually, it's hugely liberating. Um, I know that I battled with that in the past, you know, wanting to be a speaker. There's a level of significance there. Um, and what that means is you have to know your stuff. You have to read your, your information. You have to study and become knowledgeable. You've got to practice with your notes. Yeah. You can't just go, I'm just going to turn up. Exactly. Until yeah. until you've been doing it for a while, and, mm. and then that might be your that might be your genius. Maybe you can. Um, yeah, I just think that was interesting that you were saying that. Yeah, there was no ego there. Of course not. But you are in your domain. You do know that place better than anyone, and you're taking people on an on an adventure, a journey. And of course, in that moment, you're significant because without you. All of this seems madness, dangerous, yeah, unsafe. And, yeah, and keeping them safe too, right? It's yeah. um, you take it for. I think you take it for granted. I think um, not usually in that position. Mm. Um, there's the team doing that, right? But um, doing it, it's like, all right, I'll triple check this, and then it's like, um, and yeah, and you go back to the what we preach in terms of that soft skills and all of that, right? Mm. So. Just on that, and then let's move on. But mm. um, I realised that significance for me, another moment was this weekend. I went skating with my, my partner and she hasn't been skating very much. I've been on an electric skateboard for three years now and it's something I'm passionate about. So in that moment when we decided to go skating together, there's significance because I know this thing inside mm. out and I want to share it with you and I'm excited to share it with you and I want this to be a positive experience for you. So I'm going to bring my knowledge of this thing and make sure that we do it in a um, safe, controlled setting mm. so that you get a good experience, yep. so that you want to come back and have another go. Um, that's, yeah. that's hard too, right, when they're like, just let me be, change the setting, come on, just just let me go fast. You're like, oh, I don't think that's a great idea and could cause them more, more confusion than, than, than sometimes what it's worth. 
yeah, sometimes it can be challenging uh, tackling hobbies with loved ones. <laughs> yes. Yes. Careful ground. <laughs> yes, we're not going to go into that one. Um, beautiful, not so beautiful segue, but uh, we're going into the, the other two needs, which um, we talked about that is um, these two needs are a choice, mm. right? They don't potentially need to get met, but you as an individual can choose. They still can be met unresourcefully, right? But you can choose, you can choose to meet these or not, right? Yeah, and, and it's a choice either way. Either you're choosing to mm, or you're choosing not, not to. to. Yeah. Um, and it might just be that you're not aware, but that's still a choice. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Yeah, they're both. Uh, yeah, they're, would, they're not aware. It's like a, a subconscious choice. You're still choosing not to fulfill them, not to, um, not to go after them in, in some shape or form, right? So the first one we're going to touch on is um, we're going to go on uh, contribution. Right, and in a nutshell, um, it's it's giving, right? And that could come through so many different ways, right? It could be a simple donation somewhere. It could be um, teaching and mentoring is the most common space, uh, or coaching. It could be coaching a uh, a football team, a kids' soccer team, an adult team, um, helping someone on a journey that your skills or experience is kind of done. I think that's a... That's the easiest, and you see that a lot. Like a um, lot of coaches, you see a lot of um, sporting, like uh, amateur level, so non-professional level coaches. They're doing it for the love of the game, right? And they're doing it to give back to the sport, give back to that next generation. And it's, um, it, yeah, it definitely, uh, it, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it definitely, it, it plays out in a number of ways. It's not always a you can get paid for contribution. Mm. But it's not a it's not a leading um, driver, right? I think that's the defining point when it comes to contribution. You said it's giving or serving, mm. um, and it's it's a um, it's a mindset as much as anything. It's the meaning we create out of the service we provide. So if you're motivated by money and solely, I want to be rich. I'll do this thing to make as much money as I can. That's that's not necessarily contribution. Um, but if you're saying, I'm doing this to create value, to make a change, to support, um, inspire others, mm-hmm. and I get paid really well to do it, that's a contribution. Mm. It's what is the meaning? Um, and what's really cool about contribution is we're all contributing. Mm. But if we're not deliberately doing it for something greater than ourself, then it's not contribution. Yeah. Right, like I would say even the... Um early on like this podcast was born on contribution yeah 100% um, it was like hey there's probably if one person could have value on listening to our conversations then it's be great. worth it yeah. yeah it's worth it right like we'll, we'll keep recording until the cows come home um, it's like let's share what we have here um, because we're not we're not sharing it at all and it's like it's like kind of it felt uh, it sounds really bad um, potentially, but it felt selfish. Mm. It's like by not contributing, it's like, oh, yeah. how are we not sharing this? Yeah, and I think that's totally true. We, for us, it was contributing to each other as well. Mm. Like mm-hmm. we've we've gone on this these journeys. We've learnt these things from our lives. Um, by talking about it, we share. 
we share the experience, we share the knowledge. That's wisdom. So for me, initially, when you you said let's do this, I was like, yeah, only good things can come from hanging out with a mate and talking about stuff that's a bit deeper than the surface level stuff. Yeah. And in my relationships, I search for that. So this was a no brainer. Yeah. And the fact that. There's other deep thinkers out there. There's other people who are curious about learning who might sign in. There might be some banter, some sharing of information. is very exciting. Mm. Do you want to introduce the next one? Um, yes. The other one, so these two, which will, I want to say before I introduce them, have a profound effect on your levels of motivation if we start playing mm. around with them, mm. in my experience anyway. Um, the last one is growth. Are we doing things that are outside our current skill set, um, belief in ourself? Uh, are we stepping outside our comfort zone? And I almost think of it as um, you, you're putting yourself out there and backing your ability, even though you don't have evidence to support the fact that you can do it. You back who you are, you back your ability and all your previous experience mm. and you have a crack. And more, more often than not, in my experience, when you have a crack with the right attitude um, and you've got some good support around you, you get a great result mm. and you grow a little bit. You mm -hmm. develop a new skill or you learn something of value or you fail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that failure becomes a lesson, like you said with motorbike riding, mm. instant feedback. I bet when you clip that rock and you hit the front brakes and the bike nearly slid out underneath you, you went, whoa, mm. do yes, not right away, right? do that again. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do differently, but I know not to hit the front brake on loose stones. Yeah. True? Yeah. And so by trial and error, by putting yourself out there, by putting yourself in a risky environment, mm -hmm. um, you're tapping into skill, um, character, and you're learning mm. and evolving in the moment. And that's an incredibly empowering place to be. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, what would you say, because we, we did say that these aren't needs that people need to meet. They may not be dabbling with these. What was a shift for you? When did you become aware that growth and contribution were important needs that you wanted to meet? Um. I would say uh, contribution. Uh, say early twenties. So it can't, it's a uh, contribution for me is coming waves, mm -hmm. where I um, I was in charge of a club and uh, was teaching once a week. Um, money was it cost me more in fuel than on what I was getting paid. Right to drive to. Oh, like a round trip, hour and a half to teach an hour class that maybe two people might turn up to, right? Like, oh, man, it, was a, it was a tough gig. Um, and I got sold the dream and I was like, oh, yeah, I believe in it. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, and that was just solely contribution, right? Like, let's, um, I believe in this thing, let's let's teach it. And that was probably there and then it, it, it pitted-patted off. Um, and then... Um, and then what was the – and then the, it came back at times when I was like, oh, if someone was having a hard time or something, I'm like, oh, look, I'm happy to uh, – oh, I'm happy to uh, oh, spend time with them, right? Or oh, I'm happy to talk them through that. Um, right now 
I see it a lot in um, – actually, I see it a lot in my coaching business because I'm not – I'm very selective on who I take, mm. right? Like very selective where if I don't think I can actually help you or get results, I won't work with you. Mm. I go, it's not fair. Um, there's lots of other – and I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but um, scam coaches that probably will take you. That won't get the results. They probably already know from the get-go that they can't get the results. Or, or really may, maybe they believe they, they can, right? And then that's a whole other story. But um, uh, but I would be – I'm more than off going, hear someone's challenge and go, oh, you know what? Do you want to – I'll have a coffee with you mm-hmm. and let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's it might go somewhere. There may be a client. It may not be. But it's more of a like how can I help you? I just mm-hmm. want to help you. I believe – I also believe that comes back tenfold. Mm. Um, and if I'll give and give and give and let go of the attachment, um, it'll come back. Um, so that's come in waves. Growth probably... Before you, before you get into growth, because I yeah. think you touched on a really key point there, that when we talk about these two, they're, they're a dance with something else. Mm. There's mm. a mystical component to this because you said, I contribute... And I'll give and give and give, and I know that it's coming back. Mm. Um, you know that from experience, true? Mm. Mm. You don't know that. You don't contribute to get the thing back. Yeah, true. Right? True. You just know from experience that when you give to others, it comes full circle. Mm. Just be a good fucking human. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's a defining point here, that if you're contributing or you're growing for something, you're missing the point. It's not really it. It's yeah. it's the it's the dance with the thing, not mm. what it gets you. Yeah. And if you're looking for what it gets you, then you miss the point yeah. and you potentially miss the benefits. Mm. And some of those benefits are that empowered fulfillment, that yeah. inspiredness. The contribution shouldn't come from um, like a space of, like say, getting money, right? So that's easy when you say you're, you're mentoring someone. It might be like, I'm mentoring them for free. That is real contribution. Yeah. It's like pure contribution, right? Because you see you in that person. Mm. You've been through, like when you said, I don't coach people that I can't help. Mm. What I heard was I don't coach people where I don't have an experience Mm. where I can share something. Share them, help them, give them some tangible skills and go, sorry. Yeah. Um, You need to go see someone else, right? And so that in itself is contribution. Because mm. instead of taking a client that you can't help, mm. you're saying, no, <laughs> for me to be able to contribute to you is to tell you I can't help you. Yeah. Go somewhere yeah. else. Right. Oh, Isn't this, this, yeah. this very interesting? It's an interesting way of like I say, like, out of love, I go, I can't catch you. Mm. They're like, why? And I'm like, yeah, you can find someone else. And they're like, I, I go, sorry. They go, I don't think your current challenge I can help you with. Mm. I'm going, or they're too far stuck in their ways where I'm like, oh, come back to me in six months' time. Mm-hmm. You might have your same challenge, but you need to do some pre-work. Mm-hmm. Um, growth for me, I think oh, it's come from early. I think it's um, I've always tried to push the button in a number of ways. And I think probably again, early 20s, probably after I finished, um, after I finished my first, after I finished finance degree, was like how do I um how do, not just need to do more how do I explore different things right and I think when I went back and did uh, my education degree it was uh it was it was a different mindset of compared to when I did my finance degree and I think since then it's always like 
always digesting something, right? Um, mm. To the point, sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a bit much. Mm. Um, but like now it's, uh, I've, got, I've, I've formed a bit of a dance now on areas that I want to grow in. Um, and again, that's come from fucking it up. Um, it's come from growing too much in this area and going, oh, these other areas aren't great. And it's um, like an easier area of growth currently is like writing ability, right? Mm. We talked about it before. It's um, it's an easy one. It's like, like going back to um, beginner mindset, right? Thinking about like having a beginner mindset in, in everything we do. And I think we talked about that in another mm. episode. Powerful. Yeah. Um, but I think now it's like different areas of growth. Mm. Uh, I think doing that, you're not sucked into one area where there's a lot of personal development stuff out there um, and, and most of them are great, right? But um, I think tailor it to what you need or tailor it to multiple areas of your world. Like a lot of people go, oh, I'm going to do this for for my work or for my business, right? Mm. Um, but then go, oh, maybe grow in your relationships mm. with your family, with your partner, Um which is hard because that goes out the window. You're like, that's probably an area that needs equal amount of growth, but we just don't do it. That's so true. It made me think of um, a quote that I was reading earlier. The things that make us uncomfortable are the things that we need to pursue or the things we need to do. Um, mm. And so often we're looking for growth in areas that we're inspired and motivated. You know? it's um, because it's more attractive. It's sexier. Yeah. But it's, the real growth is in showing up and being present with your partner. Mm. Um, being vulnerable, uh, sharing true feelings, mm-hmm. or it's um, yeah, a relationship with your boss. Maybe you're a victim, mm. and you need to stand up for yourself and and uh, yeah, and have a vulnerable, uncomfortable conversation. But I think uh, yeah, gro- I love the growth, anything growth mindset. That I love that you said the beginner mm-hmm. um, mindset because. Surfing's a great example. People mm. come to me and they'll go, oh, you must be really, really good. And I'll say, why? And they say, because you've been doing it for so long. And I'll say, yeah. They're like, are you ad- advanced? Are you, what are you? And I say, I'm a beginner. I am Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I am the master. Uh, I'm a beginner. And I always say I'm a beginner because that for me is, um, you know, you always can learn something. Mm. And I remind myself that however good I get, I'm still – you're still a beginner. You're still playing this thing. Mm. You know, you're still learning new ways. You're. I think that that's a really, um, it's a really interesting point. And you can see how that that mindset plays off significance as well, mm. because there's significance in me saying, "Oh, I'm advanced," so you know that I'm really good. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't give me a huge um, ability to grow. Mm. Mm. But when I say I'm a beginner. Um, you go, oh, he's not very good. But I allow myself a huge opportunity for growth. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's interesting how that significance can come across there and yeah. how that might affect my ability to grow. Mm. And I think growth goes with a um, with, a, with a sense of curiosity, mm. right? It goes hand in hand with the sense of curiosity of knowing more, knowing what's out there, um, knowing like what's the... Like just watching a documentary, right? I think those that those that are listening to this podcast, um, it, they're they're fulfilling a growth, right? Because we don't, we're not the most politically correct 
um, podcast. We we do we don't even agree on some things ourselves, right? And but we're okay with it. And it's it's about that change of those norms. And I think it you can notice people around you that are just that, that again. I've said this. I feel like I've said this a couple of times this podcast, and I'm going to get myself in trouble for this. But I'm just fucking negative, Nancy. They're just fucking downers, mm. and you're like, well, fucking do something about it. Mm. Um, or you go, I'm reading this really good book that probably could help you, but oh, fuck, I can't probably give it to you because you're not going to believe. You're not going to even try anything of it, right? Um, but they're just not, just not happy. Mm. Um, but you look at other people that are constantly growing. Constantly curious, reading either in their professional world or personal world. Um, they're listening to podcasts, they're listening to audiobooks. Or they're trying new activities or they're going out to events and meeting new people. Mm, or Picking up an instrument yeah. right, and learning, um, picking up uh, crocheting. We have a friend who's uh, just started knitting um, and she's not a grandma. Um, <laughs> she's, not even, she, yeah, right, she's not even a mother yet. But um, she's like, oh, this is, this is glorious. And I'm like... Do you know how old you sound right now? Um, but she's thoroughly enjoying learning. And I, I think that that's um, – and I hope that we make that clear out of this particular podcast that the growth and contribution, that's where fulfilment is. It's an incredible feeling when you tackle something that you're a complete beginner at mm. and and you, you suck. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. You suck. You don't have the moto, you know – whether it's a physical or a mental thing, you just don't have the skill and you're fully aware of your um, inadequacy. But through time, through commitment, through repetition, you see your progression. Mm. You see yourself improve. You yeah. see yourself grow. And yeah. that's incredible yeah. for your self-esteem, for and your motivation. And a mutual friend of ours says that uh, Mark Dobson says this quite a lot, that progress is addictive mm. right and you grow and um like just thinking of this podcast it, um and please don't if you want to you can go back and listen to some of our earlier ones compared yeah. to now like we've grown like significantly in mm. terms of how we talk what we do um how we structure a podcast um to now like equipment right and i firmly I firmly believe that anyone can learn anything. I think that it's an old school way of thinking, that closed, um, fixed mindset that there's talented people um, who are just good at things. That's rubbish. Mm. You can learn anything, um, but you do need to be dedicated. You do need to be resilient. You do need to suffer, uh, be able to push through failure. Mm. you got to put the work in. You, yeah. right? Talent will only get you so far, and you can get someone who's talented and someone who's going, I have no talent but I've got raw work ethic and they will they will be the better one, mm. right, compared to someone goes, oh, I'm just going to rest on my talent here. Um, and it's you got to kind of be – that's like that hunger grows with the growth, right? And I think you were saying earlier these two needs go hand-in-hand hand with motivation, but I think it also goes hand-in-hand hand with, um, with joy, mm. I think. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, growth more than contribution is like a – it's like it's certainty for me. It's an anchor. Like I'm like, oh, if I'm having a rough day, I'm gonna put a podcast on. Mm. I'm gonna read this book because it's it's what I know. It's my comfortability. It's uh, this is gonna this is gonna help me. This is gonna give me some skills to mm. like kind of get through whatever I'm going through right now. And it's um, yeah, it's interesting. It's also a space for you to pour into um, 
you're evolving. It's you can tangibly do something. Sometimes we feel like I was on the weekend, so uncertain. What's the point? Mm. Um, pick up a book mm. and read for a bit mm. and you feel better or go yeah. lift some weights you go to the and gym. you feel better yeah. because you, you're growing. Mm. And you're like, Tony Robbins says it. Um, you said Mark, Mark Dobson has his own version. He says progress equals happiness. Mm. So this isn't just for driven people. This is if you want to live a happy life. Mm-hmm. If you have um, – and you're not going for extraordinary. Mm. You're going for happy. Mm. Maybe you're minimalistic. You, you want a simple life. Mm. But if you want to be happy, you need to progress. You yeah. need to grow Maybe. in relationships, mm. physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm. Dare I say it spiritually, there needs to be some growth. Yeah, And growth's not, not comfortable. I reckon no. we can talk about this for hours and we'll wrap up uh, soon. But uh, growth's not comfortable. It's like I think as you were saying about um, – Last week or a few times about going to the gym, right? Like it, um, by doing like a bicep curl, but like it, it, there's a sense of uncomfortability there. There's a oh, sense absolutely. of um, sense of strain there. Um, but that's where growth comes, right? It's the exactly thing. Like you, you strain, it's uncomfortable, and then the body repairs, and then you grow. And and I think yeah, that that, that metaphor is just so powerful for any area that you're thinking of growing that. Your growth comes from failure, mm. from turning up after, and you keep persevering. Yeah, you keep and failing going. forward, mm. right? You fail and you fail forward, and letting yourself fail forward, right? Like, um, yeah, and I'm going back to this bike example, but the uh, I think you told me this, like, oh, I'll be okay. Um, that your bike's gonna have scratches on it, and it's mm. made to be dropped. And I think after the first time, you drop it, and you're like, oh no, I dropped my bike. And then you're more worried about your bike than your body. And then after it's like you're going to fall. Like it's just the nature of the sport. You're going to fall. Like, And um, if, if you're not falling, you're not getting better. Yeah, you're not, uh, you're not pushing. Yeah. You know, oh, and someone that we're going to get on the, um, the podcast soon is Danny English, a really good friend from England. And he's, um, <laughs> his motto with skiing is hilarious. He goes, if you're not falling multiple times during the day, you're not skiing hard enough. Yeah. Like you ski harder. I you can, need mate, to be falling. I connect with that. So every time I skate, I skate till I fall. And when I fall, um, I get back on and I do another five minutes. Mm. Because after a fall, if you stop, you may never get back on. Because that's your last memory, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'll fall. So I get to the, the peak of my skill set and I wipe out. And then I dust myself off and I skate for another five minutes and I put it away. Yeah. And – by doing that, I'm always, always getting better. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting, and it's hard to, it's hard to do that with um, and teach that to kids. Um, I do that with Sai. Oh my, it's hard. It's like heartbreaking. Like uh, again with a bike or something, or even with a um, a skateboard, or she's crying, and I'm like, oh, you got to get back on. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'm done. I'm like, oh, I hear you, but you're gonna skate till the end of the block. And then you can be done. And then I will carry the skateboard for you. But you just, you got to get on. Mate, it's. We're not moving anywhere. You got to get on. Or she goes, I don't want to go to this hill. I'm like, you're going to go to this hill. And then, and then, um, then we're fine. We'll pack up. I'll, I'll ride your motorbike back, back to the shed. And like, mm. you got to get on. And, and that's, that is, that is a real key secret ingredient to growth. Mm. That when you fall, you must get back up and finish on the thing. Mm. Um, literally, I was saying I was skating with my partner on the on the weekend. Big stack, second time skating, um, 
and just this look of this is not for me and the same process yeah. just me holding space and saying dude that was brutal and i owned it a little bit this is partially my fault um but still nurturing and saying let's go for a, a little bit more yeah um and let's finish on a positive mm. and that's just super important when it comes to being inspired and motivated to try again mm. you know it could be anything right i think also with uh, with relationships with friends with uh, business with whatever like i think like it's like get the win get a little win and you might go oh that conversation went really shit um so you failed in that conversation okay but go back and just go just go hey look just maybe call it call spade a spade and go hey look that was really bad i'm really sorry or even if you don't want to say sorry you just go hey look that felt really bad and then walk away Mm. and so it's 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 not that same thing, right? And then you you're, you're fulfilling growth within that mm-hmm. because you're showing some like okay, let's push forward on that. And do you want to give us your quotes, mate? Otherwise, we'll be here for hours. Yeah, it's this new equipment, mate. It's just such a pleasure. Oh, it's great. Time runs away. Um, yeah, look, <laughs> would like to wrap it up and leave you with a couple of quotes, um, and and I guess you'll encourage them to ponder something. I'll leave that in your capable hands. Uh, this one's from Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Oopsie. Um, he doesn't need that S anyway. It's he fine. doesn't need that S. He knows who he is. He's a big deal and I'm a big fan. Only those who have learned the power of sincere and selfless contribution experience life's deepest joy and true fulfillment. Mm. Um, and look, we've really hammered growth we home have. <laughs> we because have. both of us are pretty inspired by it um we cannot become what we want to be by remaining who we are yeah and i think it's um this week uh and just going off that last quote go who do you who do you want to be really simple Fuck, who do you want to be and then dial back your uh, how do you want to fulfill those needs based on who do you want to be it's like kind of working with a company and going, hey, what do we need to do tomorrow? I'm like, fuck, where, do you, where are you going? Where do you want to go? And then let's work backwards. Like, who do you want to be? And then how are you going to grow? How do you want to contribute? How are you going to connect? What sort of certainty do you want? Um, what are you going to be known for? Like if you died, a good way to know significance. When I die tomorrow, what do I want to be known for? Bang, what will they say for, about me? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then your uncertainty is like what – like. What sort of person do you want? And it's like you know what this is the type of uncertainty I want. I think that's uh, I would give give that some thought this week to ponder, and that's a big one. Um, absolutely, absolutely, it's yeah, a good one though. It's worth pondering because I don't think we enough as a society do it intentionally. Um, and that question, what do I want? Wow, mm. if you write down some answers to that, there's a huge amount of growth coming your way. Mm. Because so many people never ask themselves, what do I truly want? And that goes hand, go hand in hand with, um, and I say this, um, yeah, I say this because I haven't asked myself this one in a while, is who do I want to be? Mm. Right? I've asked myself, I ask myself a lot, what do I want? And I constantly evaluate that. Um, but the who do I want to be is another one. You put those two pairs, those two questions and pair them together. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's there's a lot coming your way. There's a huge amount of growth. And look, we're going to ask one more question. Go. <laughs> um, how do I want to contribute to the world? What do I have to offer? 
that the world needs? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. What do you possess? What is your talent? What is the thing, the skill that you've honed, that you've put time and energy into that makes you unique? And how do you want to contribute to the world? Yeah, that's a big one. That's, um, yeah, I think I'll definitely do, me personally, I'll do two of them this week. Because um, as I said, the first one I do, I do pretty, pretty frequently. Um, but the two, yeah, those two are good ones. I don't think I've asked myself them in a while. Nice. Awesome. All right, team, we're going to leave you there. Matt's trying to laugh, but he's not. Uh, I should really cue that <laughs> laughing button there. Um, Until next week. So good. Take care, guys. Drive safe for those of driving and sleep well for those that are sleeping. How would they be listening to us if they're sleeping? You know how you're practicing your sign off each each episode? Mate, yeah. I'm not sure. It needs a bit of work. Yeah. Fail forward. How about this? <laughs> Nailed it. I was actually going for the applaud button. <laughs> the universe intervened. Perfect. <laughs> All right, see you, team. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you liked our episode and what you heard, please leave us a review on uh, the platform that you've been listening on. And to find out more about us, please tune in to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com. And you can find out some updates about what's happening and get updates on as episodes drop. Thanks again.